Hello and welcome to another episode of The Remake Mistake, brought to you by WolfbaneBlooms.com. In this podcast, we're going to take a look at an original horror movie, as well as its remake, in an effort to answer two questions. First, does the remake stand up to the original? And second, should it have been remade at all? Or was this remake a mistake? Even a man who is pure in heart and says his prayers by night may become a wolf when the wolf bane blooms. And the autumn moon is bright. I forgot the first rule of remakes, Jill. Don't fuck with the original. All right, we're here with our 15th episode. We're going to be taking a look at The Eye and, uh, and its remake, The Eye. Yeah. I'm Eric, and with me as always is Mike. Hello. Hello, Mike. Hello. How are you feeling about, about today, about podcasting, about horror movies? Yeah, I'm feeling okay. Just good all around? Yeah, the day's falling apart, so. Yeah. Um, over the last day and a half uh, here in Chicago, it has snowed about 12 inches yeah, so we've been an average. dealing with snow pretty yeah. nonstop. Uh, we just, right before sitting down here, finished watching uh, the original VI. Japanese VI. The Japanese VI. Which in Japanese is... is in, oh, other words. Jin, Jin Guai. Yep. Mm-hmm. 2002, that film came out. And then in 2008, they remade it for American audiences with Jessica Alba yeah. as the lead. No one specifically famous made it besides Jessica Alba. Yeah. Um, the original was written and directed by the Pang brothers, who I don't know. But um, <laughs> I think in a, this episode is going to take a similar tone uh, to our grudge episode um, in that these movies are pretty shot for shot. Even more so than the grudge. So... If you've listened to any other past episodes of this podcast, we usually talk about the first film and then uh, go into the remake. And I think it's beneficial with a movie like this to just talk about it as a whole. And we can kind of talk about how the remake differed from the original as we go. Yeah, that sounds good. Cool. Great. <laughs> you um, have my approval. Yeah, that's all I ever needed, really. Well, it took this long. <laughs> so The Eye, 2002, got a 64% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty good. It's real good. Yeah. Did you think it was worthy of a 64%? Well, as we said during the movie that we ended up watching the 2008 one first. Right. And I think that was a mistake. Yeah, it's always hard to judge. We we pretty much go through this each time of like, well, shit, do we watch the original first? We watch the remake first? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's never the right decision. Because no. you don't want, no matter what you watch first, you're going to be tainted. What you watch. <laughs> no matter which you watch first, <laughs> you're going to be tainted when you watch the second one. Well, most of the movies we watch, though, aren't shot for shot. True. Like in an instance like Leprechaun, it absolutely doesn't matter. No, because you're very, watching both simultaneously. Yeah, they're very different movies. Be just as confused. But it's it's strange when you're dealing with a movie that's... And we didn't know. We had Neither one of us had seen either of no. these movies. I had heard of the Jessica... Alba version. There you go. He's been saying Jessica Biel all day. I said day. it once. It's slipping in. I least. said it once. It'll like slip five in. minutes ago. It'll slip oh, in. Oh, it's definitely going to happen. <laughs> Before we're done, it's slipping in. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we watched the Jessica Alba one first. Ooh. He almost had me. Yeah. Bastard. That's my goal. Um, but so we just finished. We just finished the original. It is an hour and 40 minutes. They're both an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah, give or take a minute. Which I'll say, watching the remake... 
it didn't feel like an hour and 40 minutes watching the original felt, felt longer longer and it's very possibly because we knew every single moment that was going to happen already and that was the point i was making earlier where it's because there we know exactly what's happening we and we just watched it recently it's like okay we know this let's move on keep going yeah and the japanese films seem to take you know situations and draw them out longer which is better from a you know a building tension standpoint but having just been through it it's like okay we get the point yeah it's like there were moments in it where um i was like oh they're not gonna they're not going to do the same thing because mm-hmm. they couldn't because it felt like it was taking so much longer to get there. And they did things a little bit differently in different order, I should say. So it didn't make sense for them to do the same thing until they actually did it. Here's an important thing to note. Uh, this movie's not Japanese at all. What? <laughs> it's Chinese. Is that great, right? And when I looked it up, it said it was Japanese. I don't know. It's from, it's from Hong Kong. Oh. Yeah. Turn this off. Let's. <laughs> well, I am very sorry to the Chinese and Japanese people. Here's the thing. Almost all these American horror movies are ripped off of Japanese movies. It was a natural assumption that it was Japanese. Well, when I looked up the movie trying to find it, it's a Japanese. Yeah. It does make sense, though, in the moment when they take a bus trip to Thailand. Mm hmm. That they're not on in Japan, and they ask if they speak Mandarin. Yeah, that's what they speak in China. It's all coming together now. I don't know. I'm showing probably a distasteful <laughs> amount of ignorance. <laughs> all right, listen. <laughs> a dangerous amount. We don't uh, we don't claim to know a lot about international horror films. Yeah, but let's stop before this takes a <laughs> takes a bad turn. Yeah. Well, it's we... only going to get worse since we start talking about these movies. All right, let's talk about the original, and then we'll come into which the I'd like to say I enjoyed the original, even though we knew what was going to happen. I enjoyed that one a lot more. I think overall they did a better job. Of... I think the quality, just because of the time period and everything. Yeah was what it was but it could have been better i i would like to see it with better quality that movie that isn't the the eye yeah that isn't the american one because this one did things better for the most part yeah except the ending i think well so let's just talk about the very beginning so in the very beginning talk about the the very beginning of each movie it opens with a uh, a woman getting a double cornea transplant Mm -hmm. which is kind of the point of the movie She's a blind lady. Yeah. She's getting her eyes eyes sh- scraped out and the new ones shoved in. Oh, my God. Yeah. So in the original, we, we got Wong Kar Mun, who we, uh, is Mun through the movie. She's the main. The ma- right. She's the blind lady. And Jessica Alba She's is Sydney in our American version. However, the American version starts differently. The American version starts with like a, like a backstory, like a flashback. You see these kids shouting bruja at this woman, bruja. which means witch in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like trapped in a house, like throwing rocks at the house and shit. And she hangs herself. But and she like, sees right. something and then the chair gets pulled out from under her, by seemingly. A, by a demon of some sort. Some sort of apparition. I mean, this is pretty characteristic of an American remake right out of the gate. Just this desire to to shove in like an immediate 
not even scare, but just like an immediate exciting thing. Yeah. Whereas the original opens with a her like in the hospital, followed by fourteen minute opening credit oh sequence. Oh my goodness! <laughs> the longest opening credit sequence. It wasn't necessary. So that's just like, immediately kind of sets these movies apart in terms of tone. Very clearly, like, oh, here's an American remake where they're just going to try to amp up everything. Yeah. And the the remake had that. The, the horror movies of, like, the early 2000s where you either had that Bloomhouse feel, the Michael Bay feel where everything's too stylized. The Platinum the, Dunes feel. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Or the miramax feel yeah. uh, like this one had yeah where it just feels of its time period yeah and that's neither are good no it's it's crazy that like almost all of the remakes we've done um have fallen into those categories yeah of that feel i'm falling into that time period for the yeah remakes. i think our last episode was one of the few that really broke out of that being the thing yeah talking about a 50s movie being remade in the 80s rather than an 80s movie being remade now yeah. Which is most of what we've done so far. That's true. All right. So she gets the eye surgery um, and she meets a little girl in the hospital. Mm-hmm. In the original, it's Ying Ying. And the in the remake, too. it's uh, Chloe Grace Mortez. The actress's name. <laughs> also the character's name. Yes. Um, who, when we were watching the movie, we were like, damn, how many remakes, horror remakes, has Chloe Grace Mortez been in? Uh, all of them. Because she was in The Thing. No, not The Thing. She was <laughs> Way in... <laughs> to go. You biffed it on the first. She was in Carrie. She was in Let Me In, which is a Let the Right One In remake. Amityville Horror. Amityville Horror. And Now the Eye. Well, not Now the Eye. But now yeah, Last also. the Eye. Most recently. <laughs> yes. Chronologically the Eye. Yeah, of course. Um, so the little girl that she meets uh, has cancer and is having all these surgeries. The only important part of that is that they take a picture together. Well, there's... Yeah, the only really important part. Right. Everything else is kind of just, they make it, in both movies, they kind of paint like, oh, they're growing so close. No, but, but we never see them again until she's back in the hospital. Right, and, it doesn't ever amount to anything. And the big, like, reveal has already been revealed, so there's no point in seeing her again. Right. So it's kind of a it's kind of a dumb setup in both movies. Yeah. Um, Except for the picture, which is important. Although I don't, do they really use? No, I guess they do. They use the picture in the, in the remake. Yeah. So now that she can see, she's kind of seeing a blurry blurriness, and in the middle of the night, she's still in the hospital. There's kind of a she sees her first like specter, that she follows out into the hallway. And in the original, it's kind of horrifying. She's like this like bleeding goat sound. Yeah. It's like screaming. It's just an goat. old Chinese lady. <laughs> yeah. Dying. Yeah. Um, she chases her out into like this pitch black hospital hallway. The hospitals in this movie, in both movies, they're just pitch black. Yeah, there's no they're, lights. They're not on. hooked up to any <laughs> fluids or machines no. or anything. They're at a hotel. Yeah, they're basically laying in a in hotel, an abandoned room. hotel. Yeah. <laughs> so she follows the specter out in the hallway. Of course, just disappears. Um, next morning, it turns out that that was her roommate who died during the night. And that's the exact same in both movies. Yeah. Same setup. Um, her sister is kind of important in the original, more important in the remake, played by the par- fantastic Parker Posey. In 
in the remake. Okay, good. I said it. Yeah. Who I, I like Parker Posey. Oh, yeah, she's good. In the original, the sister character is much more minor. There's also a yeah. grandmother character who's horrible. Course, she's more important than the sister. Yeah. The sister goes with her to the doctor once, and do we ever see her again? Probably. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really remember. I didn't really pay attention to if I saw her again. <laughs> Because I knew from the yeah, from that, the remake that she had no purpose. She has no role. Um, Except that she, it's hinted at, kind of, maybe a little more than hinted in the remake, that she's responsible for her blindness. Yeah, in the remake, it's definitely, I don't think that's the case in the original. No. So in the original, she's we find out she's been blind since she was two, with no explanation. Yeah. In the remake, she's been blind since five, and the only thing we get is that Parker Posey was maybe somehow involved, but it was during a fireworks incident. Yeah. Is all they say? Did she get fireworks shot into her eyes? I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> is that is that a way to be blinded? I'm sure it's a good fireworks reason. Shot into Let's your eyes. Let's go out in the backyard with some fireworks and see if we can blind each other. I mean, I got a box of old fireworks. And all right. In backyard, too. So. I've got a couple eyes. <laughs> Just a couple between the two of us. <laughs> They go to this psychotherapist who, in the original, doesn't really do that much until the very third act. Um, and even so, yeah, he really doesn't do anything. He plays a much more pivotal role in does the he? remake. Think about it. Does he? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he's in it more. No. He speaks more. Yeah, he's in it more, but he doesn't do much. So the point of that character is that the doctor who did the surgery isn't the one who's like helping her get through yeah because this is a messed up situation yeah so i mean right yeah. they explain that like she doesn't have any visual like relationship with anything he like shows her a stapler and like she knows it by touch but she doesn't know it by sight which yeah. is a crazy thing i've never thought about being blind yeah like you would know objects but you wouldn't know what they look you have like. to learn to read you have to learn to distinguish items yeah colors so that's what this guy's job is basically to do, is to help her along in that process. Yeah. Turns out he's not really going to do that at all. No. He uh, just yells ever. at her in the remake. Yeah. In the, a jerk. In the original, the psychotherapist is the nephew of the doctor who did the surgery. So there's this weird familial connection that serves no purpose. Unnecessary. Yeah. Anyway, um, so she finally gets out of the hospital, goes back to her apartment, she runs into this little boy who's looking for his report card. It's a big character in both movies. Never explained in the remake. Not explained well in the remake. The explanation is that this little boy, I don't really know, was <laughs> lost his report card. His parents didn't believe him, so he killed himself. Yeah. Because I don't know. Now he's stuck there because his parents won't forgive him and he won't forgive, which is the point of all of these visions in the original that they're all stuck here yeah because otherwise that apparition takes them away yeah the little the death to hell as you said yeah to hell. straight Ta to hell takes them to hell the death monster I'm sorry comes. you died little girl off to hell with you <laughs> so this kid keeps showing up asking for his report card he's a ghost that's all you need to know yeah he's a specter and spoiler alert he never finds his report card yeah you see him jump out of the window in both movies yeah, but one is accompanied by one of the worst shots. Yeah, it's like very, movie. very cartoonish. Yeah. like spinning camera. Yeah, as I'm surprised if... there was no. <laughs> that was supposed to be the sound of a plane crash. Oh, I got it. it. Took me a minute, <laughs> but I got it. Not the sound of something slowing down. Yeah, <laughs> it's a cat dying. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
That's All the right. sound a falling boy makes. Yeah. As he dies. Right. Um, so, yeah, so that's explained a lot more in the original. Um, it's hard to say. I was going to say the original does explain things in general more, but that's not always the case. I think the remake explains the whole Bruja situation better. Yeah. It's hard to say. They spend more time with it. Yeah. Um, so both of them now in the original and remake, they start to wake up during the middle of the night and the room starts changing in front of them. Done to mixed, mixed success both It times. changes better. The effects are better in the original. But the what actually changes is better in the... <laughs> right. And so in the original, you're just seeing the room change. In the remake, now, when she got back from the hospital, Parker Posey throws her a big surprise party. Yep. Which is way too overwhelming. Filled for with <laughs> characters we don't care about and we'll never see again. Yeah. Or have anything meaningful to do. Also, it just seems like a terrible idea. Here's yes. someone who hasn't seen anything in like, you know, 20 plus years. And here's everything at once. Literally just just walking in the door from the hospital. Here's a hundred people in a tiny and she room. She can't even see well at that no, point. No, she's still kind of blurry. So she gets way overwhelmed, then she goes to bed. And now when she sees the room change, it's accompanied by very specific flashes, imagery, yeah. yes. which is important. She sees yes. um, things exploding, things starting on fire. Uh, in one instance she sees like she goes in the kitchen and her oven explodes. We don't get those flashes in the original. No, it seems because the remake, all of those flat, everything in this movie is leading towards the end events. Whereas in the original, it's more wandering in terms of things flashing. You just experience her realizing people are dead. Right. Um, so the, and the dead people stories, you get more than you do with the remake. Right. Yeah. It, the focus is more on the dead in the original. Um, so now we get a sequence in both movies that's different, but to accomplish the same purpose where our main character is actually kind of like not attacked, but kind of like confronted by one of these specters. Spooked. They get spooked. Spooked. Um, so in the original, she's taking calligraphy lessons. Mm. So she's sitting alone well, with first a teacher. We get, we get <laughs> the sad past of the calligraphy teacher. Oh, yeah. He says, not many people are taking my classes anymore. I was uh, used to do three, and now I'm down to you. <laughs> that doesn't last. <laughs> no, she's out of there, man. Yeah, he had to go out of business. Yeah, that poor guy. He probably hung himself. He became the next specter. Must have been a beautiful suicide note. Mm. Oh, yeah. Sick, dude. <laughs> well played. Um, so while, she, while she's calligraphying, uh, a woman in the corner is like, you're in my seat. And then... <laughs> I mean, and then she just runs at her and disappears. Yeah, but very effectively. Oh, yeah. It, it, was, was, pretty, it was spooky. Yeah. It was yeah. Sp spooky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, she, kinda, she rushes at her and knocks over uh, like a ink well. Yeah. Well, I think, I don't know who knocks over that. I ink. think the specter does, which is because they zoom in on it as if to say, she really was here. See? Because in the remake now, uh, Jessica Alba is at a diner uh, with somebody. Yeah, a coffee shop. A little coffee the, shop. She's with the other doctor. With the doctor. And a woman is just like standing, in looking at her. In a busy coffee shop. Yeah. And uh, 
also then rushes at her and disappears, but she leaves like a handprint and yeah. some spilled salt or sugar or, or sugar. something. It's sugar. It's a white substance. It's sugar. There's no reason there would be salt <laughs> on a table in a coffee shop. What if it's a diner? It's not a diner. Oh. What if it were a... <laughs> what if it were a Denny's, huh? What if it was? What if we were sitting at a steakhouse? We're not. Interesting. It's not a bus station. It's not a school. I could go on. All right. So now from here, um, she goes. Well, let's talk about Jessica Alba for a second. So she has more dreams of the of the Bruja lady. The oh, room we're talking she, about her character, not her. Yeah, not her as a person. Ooh. I don't know anything about her. As she's a, a bad actress. Well, gather that from this movie. We learn that she's waking up at exactly one o six every night, and that's when the room is is changing, mm-hmm. um, and she starts to have like a really vivid sequence where she's watching tv hears people shouting her whole apartment like fills with smoke and then like she's in a burning building yeah and um she sees people like lying dead she's getting like really vivid this building burned down yeah things okay so now they we kind of meet back up again both in the original and remake they go to a chinese restaurant with very different results yeah very different and yet the subtle one is much creepier. Yeah, and I'm not sure why, but it's well, creepy. I don't know why, what you didn't understand so here, about this. Here's what happens in the original. Let uh, me explain. Go ahead. Go ahead. She goes to the, just a, I don't even know. It's, it's a restaurant, but there's like a, a takeout window, I guess. I don't know. They're cooking food there. And she sees through the window a woman holding a baby. Which, now thinking about this whole scene, it's very frustrating. Mm. But she's watching this apparition. apparition, (laughs) The ghost. The spook. Yeah, and it turns around holding the baby and it stands watching this guy cooking, but it's just like licking the air. And then a woman who owns the place comes up to her and says, you can see it too, huh? And then she explains that every building has been on that block has been bought out except this one right. because the cook doesn't want to sell because he's waiting for his daughter and wife to come back and they show a picture and it's the woman, the ghost woman licking. Who's still just standing there licking yeah. the air. I mean, I understood that, but in the whole context of the film, there's no reason for it. What do you understand about the woman licking the air outside the window? I understand her relationship to yeah, the but why, why is she why, licking yeah why she's is probably hungry oh lord hungry for some uh take me now some husband uh-huh <laughs> so that i mean it's super creepy and like tense and like well done yeah but why what's the point of introducing someone with the same gift and then we never see her again yeah that they could have done something with that yeah i, I so could in this instance somebody. i like have been a contender i like how it was handled better in the remake it's a much cooler concept she goes to sit down in a chinese restaurant mm-hmm. very similar um while she's there like waiting to order things start getting weird and uh no one's noticing her right everyone's kind of frozen for a minute things start starting on fire well the 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 event that follows in the original happened first here uh, is that true? I think so, because that's the reason she runs in there. Oh, you're right. It's a little reversal. Yeah. So we'll get there. Because though. she's freaked out, and then she runs in there, and she called the doctor to come meet her. Right. So the doctor gets there, 
and uh, the room like changes and it turns out she's sitting in like a burned out restaurant that's been burned down yeah, for we see X the, amount of time. Uh, final destination type events that the whole place burned down. Right. So, I mean, that's cool. She's like sitting in this burned down restaurant that she thought was there. I don't know. Cool. I like Crazy. that. Crazy. Whichever. Right. So now right before that and in the remake right after, or in the original right after that, this is getting very confusing, I'm aware. But she... Just say something else that happens. And then another thing that happened. Because none of this ties into anything no. else. It's just other events she's it's just experiencing. just going from one dead person to the next. Right. So in both movies, they're walking down the street and a person like runs through them basically. Yeah. And... It turns out that you know she turns around and sees that there was a uh, accident and a person is laying dead on the ground. That's the person that just ran through her. So she's experiencing their ghost, I guess. She yeah. She, well, then we see the app the death the death. That's what that big apparition is. Apparition. Why do you keep saying it like that? I don't know. Apparition comes. <laughs> that's where the ghost, big ghost, yeah, comes and takes him away. Right. That that's the ghost death that. Ex- escorts them <laughs> to hell escorts them straight to hell yeah i think it took my brain with them yeah so yeah so that happens really serves no purpose other than just to further that she's seeing which we've seen enough of at this point right she's seeing death take people away yeah so yeah so that happens uh in the remake right before she goes to the chinese restaurant not important that's why she's freaking out right because at that point in both movies is when she realizes that she can see the dead. Right. Um, and then probably my favorite moment in each film happens next, and this is the elevator shot. I just mm. think it's the best. I think it's it's done the best, and it's the, it has the creepiest effect in both films. Mm. Um, the effect is that she gets back to her apartment. Oh, the elevator opens, and she sees a man standing facing the corner. Mm-hmm. Real creepy. Older guy. Yeah. <laughs> she looks over to like the security desk, she can see the monitors, and yeah. there's nobody in the elevator. Nobody at all. So, some she waits. She hesitates. Some other a residents couple. come in. They get right in the elevator. They don't seem to notice the man, and they go up. Yep. So she waits for the next elevator to come. There's no man in this one, so she gets in. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. He's a man. He's still in there. Yeah. And uh, he's, like, floating. Like, his feet are just off the ground. Yeah. He's His face is kind of, like, half-missing. Have dented in. Yeah, he doesn't say anything. He just slowly floats towards her. And she's got her back to it the whole time. That's she, that's she creepy, man. Yeah. I mean, that's a spooky scene. I wonder what happened to that guy. Yeah, they, I mean, they don't explain him. Yeah. Everyone else kind of gets some sort of explanation. Yeah, like what, what was the reason he got dented in the face? I don't know. Probably to do something with the elevator. It had to. And he was hanging there, so. Yeah, why was he floating? I don't know. Maybe there's a horrible elevator crash. Yeah. I mean, it's spooky, though. Yeah. I like it. Um, so she, but again, it has no bearing on the right. plot. She gets out of the elevator on the, on the wrong floor because she's freaking out, sees the little report card kid throw himself out of the window. The comical fall happens. No bearing on the plot. No. This is where she loses her mind, though. Yeah, so let's just stay on the original for a second because there's some. they kind of diverge a little bit. Oh. Um, so... <laughs> The uncle, the doctor who did the cornea transplant, and the nephew, the psychotherapist, mm-hmm. get into a big fight about whether or not she's telling the truth. Because neither one of them really believe her, but the nephew's starting to kind of believe her. Because she's pretty. 
because she's a pretty lady. Yeah. Um, Take it easy. She, so the nephew, the psychotherapist, comes over to her house. She's, she's you know, sequestered herself. She's locked herself in her room. She's closed all the windows. Mm-hmm. She's basically trying to live like she's blind again. Yeah. Um, so he forces her to leave the house, takes her back to her orchestra, which... Oh, yeah, we forgot to mention. She, yeah. Well, in the original, plays, it plays almost no role. She plays in a blind orchestra. Thank God it doesn't, because that's the worst violin music I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. I should say, in the original, the music as a whole is terrible. I'm sorry oh, to yeah. the guy no, who, yeah, who did the bad. music, but all the musical cues are kind of awkward and off-putting, and not in, like, a good, scary way. Like no, in a, they this were all feels... scored off of, like, the preset things on a keyboard. <laughs> yeah. Like... Here's Mamba. Yeah, there's just like, like when she's taking the picture with the little cancer girl in the beginning. There's just like this weird pop music playing. Yeah, very well, that's very the strange best music in the whole movie. Yeah. So anyway, she's back with her blind orchestra again. She plays this, you know, uh, very moving piece, or was it? what I'm assuming it was supposed to be moving because it sounded like cats fighting in an alley. <laughs> And she passes out. Out of that alley. Yeah. So she passes out, and they take her to the hospital. She was so moved. Yeah. Oh yeah. She also plays in an orchestra for the blind, so she got kicked out. Right in the beginning. That means nothing, but I just think that's funny. It is, yeah. Because they congratulate her. They're like, "Hey, your surgery worked. Congratulations. You're out of the fucking orchestra. Hell out of here. (laughs) You're out of the orchestra. Yeah. Yeah. Can't have people seeing what this is. Right. Congratulations. Can't have you being too distracted by looking on what's around you. (laughs) Looking on what's around you. All right. All that you need to know out of that is that she ends up back in the hospital. Because she faints. Right. So now, because Jessica Alba gets back to the hospital in a different way. Yep. Starring Christopher Lloyd. What? Back to the hospital. (laughs) Oh. Ooh, that's a bad one, Mm. man. All right. So she now, after the whole thing with the Chinese restaurant burning down, Mm -hmm. seeing the dude in the elevator... She's just seeing the kid throw himself out of the window. Um, she starts taking swipes. Well, so she's, the kid jumps out of the window. This is how, like, I don't know. She, I'm assuming she's flustered. But to me, this is the dumbest thing yeah. I've ever heard. The kid throws himself out of the window. She runs over to the window. Obviously, there's glass there because it was a ghost. It didn't actually throw himself out of a window. Yeah. So her reaction to seeing that the window is there is like, I'm just going to break this window to see if that kid really fell. Yeah, because before, he, as he was falling, he closed the window. Right, he closed it on Didn't his way out. Didn't want be too drafty or pigeons to get in. Yeah, so she uh, breaks the window mm-hmm. and uh, cuts, her arm. cuts her arm, like real bad. Yeah, real bad. She gets back into her apartment, smashes every light bulb in her apartment, mm-hmm. Um and rewraps her eyes. She's doing the thing where she wants to go back to being yeah, blind. But, but why smash every light bulb? So she can't see in the dark, I so guess. So she can't see or ever take that light bulb out. I don't know. So anyway, the specialist comes just like in the original, although instead of taking her to her Yells orchestra her. practice, he just takes her straight to the hospital because she's bleeding like crazy. Yells at her too. Yeah. Well, she needs to be yelled at. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, so now they're both back at the hopsicle. Mm-hmm. Good, um, good. And then she sees little little Ying Ying and little Chloe Grace Mortez <laughs> <laughs> uh, being led away by death. Mm-hmm. So they're dead. But but little Ying Ying Grace Mortez is okay with it. Yeah, she's fine. Yeah, she knows what this is. Yeah, she's like, don't worry about me. All don't right. cry for me. Yeah, I'm already, I'm already dead. dead. <laughs> and she was, so yeah. it was fine. And then she went to hell. Right. 
Took her straight to hell. All the little girls go. Yeah. Um, so this is where the photograph comes back into play. She sees the photo of herself that Ying Ying took, and she doesn't recognize herself. Yeah. That's spooky. That's a creepy thing. Yeah, but I have a problem with this because there are moments earlier when she gets her sight for the first time that she's looking in the mirror and it's her. So does she, at one point, does it switch over? I mean, it might have taken some time. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not trying to uh, stick up for it, but that might be the case. Mm. Um, all right. So she looks at herself in the mirror at home and she sees a stranger. In the remake, we recognize it as the Bruja because we've seen her before in the yeah. beginning. In the original, we don't know who it is. It's just another woman. Which is better in the remake because we're not... Yeah. We, we think, have some connection to that. Yeah, I think I mean, the explanation... It's nice that we don't, that it's, oh my God, who is this? Right. But it comes off as a surprise in either way because you, you don't know she's seeing someone else. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the whole Bruja backstory in the remake to me is like it feels like they're they're catering to an american audience because they're over explaining everything yeah just in general i think with foreign films there's a tendency to not necessarily under explain but just not force feed you the information i felt that way with the grudge too and if like listening to the grudge episode when we get to the end it becomes less clear what's happening in the original because mm-hmm. they're not just beating you to death with exactly why everything is happening. Right. Whereas in the American one, you know exactly what's happening and why. Yeah, because Bill Pullman's dead. Who cares? Exactly. He's Bill Pullman. So I think that's just, in general, a, a note of American films. is They're just going to over-explain the shit out of everything. Yeah. Because we're dumb. Mm. We're a bunch of dummies. So uh, Mun and the psychotherapist decide they're going to go to Bangkok to track down the eye donor. Yes. So they get there. Yes. And uh, they end up in a hospital. And they find the doctor who, I guess, you know, took her eyes out in the first place. And mailed them off to China. Mailed them. Put them in a box. And uh, he tells them that the eyes are from a woman named Ling and that she foresaw death. And that was just her thing. <laughs> Everyone hated her because she yeah. knew when people were going to die. There's a lot of backstory here that they just, you know. Which is basically what's being explained is what we saw in the beginning of the remake. Yeah. So they, she, Ling, you know, sees that all the people in the town are going to, like, burn. Like, there's a fire. She tries to warn everybody. Nobody believes her. And they all burn to death. Everybody dies. And she Ling hangs herself from, I don't know what, if it's guilt or just, like, knowing that she's going to have to live with this kind of thing. Hmm. Anyway, she hangs herself. Mun decides she's going to spend the night in her room. <laughs> and man, I don't know. This is kind of where the whole explanation thing falls apart. I don't really understand any of the reasoning behind this. There's like a whole bunch of lengthy flashbacks of Ling seeing people's death. Um, and then from that, Mun figures out that, oh, she's stuck in like a time warp. where She's reliving her suicide over and over every day. I don't know. So they have to break the cycle. Yeah. Of her killing herself every night. And then she does somehow. By faking to kill her own self. Yeah. She was like putting her head in a noose and then it was over. And then maybe did she take her head out of the noose? And then, I don't know. 
or like Ling's mom came up and tried to save her or something. Yeah, I don't she know. Apologized and made peace. I think she made peace with her mom, and that's why she was able to go. Because the whole point was for her to make peace with her mom, or just make peace. Yeah. Finished her unfinished business. So that was her making peace. Very maybe. much like Casper. The ghost? The friendly ghost. Oh. Also starring Bill Pullman. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah all comes around. <laughs> tying it all in. <laughs> all right. So in the remake, instead of going to Bangkok, they go to Mexico. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. They pass uh, a burned out building and they go to the Bruja's mother's house. Mm-hmm. There's a flashback. Similar thing. She sees um, that a factory is going to burn down. Yeah. She tries to warn them. They don't listen. where her mother works. Right. Her mother did did get out alive yeah she's burned though yeah, well everybody else dies um so sydney goes into the basement of the house and similarly she like relives she sees the bruja hanging herself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but she like gets her out of the noose or something yeah she she's like her. laying on the ground with her yeah oh and oh yeah this was instead of lifting her out she just hacked at a pipe Oh, yeah, she bashes the water pipe instead of just lifting her out of the noose. Or getting the chair back up. Yeah, very smart lady. Um, So anyway, I guess they make peace. Uh, (laughs) And that's that. So (laughs) That's that. Yeah. Okay, and and so that was pretty unsatisfying in the remake. But I was very satisfied by that ending in the original. Yeah, it would have been good. So much so that I thought the movie was over. Yeah. I thought, oh, you know, that was what she needed to do. She it needed had to go. That feeling of closure. Yeah, she she finally got this this woman's spirit who was trapped, reliving this suicide every day. She was able to like free her and give her peace. Mm-hmm. But then there's like a whole nother thing to yeah. this movie, to both of these Which movies. It's satisfying in the remake, but not in the right. This is like well, there's one, one satisfying part yeah. about the original. Oh lord, this is the one thing though that I thought the remake explained this scene better, or like built it up better. Yeah. Um, so we'll do the original, but they, so they're headed back, they're on a bus, um, Mm -hmm. and they're stuck in traffic because there's an overturned like tanker truck that's full of gas. Yep. The, she sees like the souls, she sees the spirits moving around. The soul takers. Yeah. She realizes something's about to happen. She's trying to get people out of their cars. Nobody's doing anything. Mm -hmm. The tanker truck explodes. And Boom. every everybody dies, like graphically. Yeah, we like see everybody. Like, there's no point in her even having seen it. Yeah, you see Everyone babies burned being burned alive. Death. You see like a newlywed couple burned yeah, alive. A whole group of I don't know what they are, but they're playing music on the oh, side yeah. of the road. Oh yeah, burned alive. You see a like a bus full of children burned alive. I think we see that. Yeah, there were kids. Yeah, there were kids, but I don't think it was a bus of children. There's a lot of kids burned alive. Oh. You see a guy like on fire just screaming, running yeah. down the street. One guy just standing up, burned. That's horrifying. Yeah. And uh, like seemingly Mun and uh, the psychotherapist are like the only people who survived. But Wah. but Mun takes. His name is Wah. His name is Dr. Lowe. She takes Wah-Lo. a piece of debris. Please stop doing that with your eye. Sorry, I was pulling my eye down. Yeah, no one can see you except me, and I don't I need to. I was doing it to indicate that's where yeah, she Yeah, I know where the eye is. She took the debris in the eye. Yeah, um, because she was staring at the explosion. Right. And she got pulled down by Wallin. No, Wallow. Wallow. He knocks her down at the last second. And then somehow fire goes over them, and every other car around them explodes except that one. So they survive. Yeah. But she's <laughs> reblinded. Yeah. 
blinded by the boom. And that was the whole movie. That's the whole thing. So in the remake now... Um, I'd like to see how the events after this happen. Because I feel like that's enough for her to kill herself. Seeing that and like knowing yeah, that? because the other one killed herself and it was only a few people. Yeah, that was this a lot was a more whole, people. Like, a giant freeway filled with cars. I don't remember what her ending like voiceover was, but she was like very positive about the whole thing. Yeah. She was like, oh, well. I don't have this gift anymore. It's a good thing I had it when I did. Yeah, I helped all those people to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really didn't. She didn't use it for good she at all. She the witch. Yeah. She is a witch, by the way. Okay. Um, so in the remake now, they're stopped at the border. The border's closed because there's some sort of like car chase happening on the American side. Yeah, why? I don't know. They're like, yeah, there's a high-speed chase happening on the American side. So the border's closed momentarily. So they're sitting there, and uh, again, she sees the death shadows kind of descending on the parked cars around, and uh, she realizes that flashes she's been seeing the entire movie that we've been seeing that we've been her. seeing right every time she wakes up, you know, and gets these flashes, they're of this moment. Yeah, they're not in fact of the factory fire. Right, a flashback. They're a flash forward. They were a flash forward. Yeah, hashtag flash forward. She starts seeing, mm. you know, all the things happening that she's been seeing in these flashes. Um, but in this one, mm-hmm. much more positive note, she manages to get most of the people, if not all the people, <laughs> think, let's say all out of their cars yeah. and off to the side of the road, um, right before the car comes and, and explodes a gas truck. Um, you know, and that's it. And then same thing. She gets a little bit of glass in her eye. Yeah, but She's we're not, blind. well, she gets a lot more than a little bit. She gets like a lot of shards in both eyes. Yeah. Instead of one little Mun piece. just got like one tiny piece yeah. in her eye. And Mun also, that one treated us to some of the worst CGI I've ever seen in my life. Of the cars blowing up? No, of that tanker blowing up. Oh, like yeah. it like flexed and then blew up. Yeah. Like Wile E. Coyote was responsible for it. Yeah. But um, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, but then the remake just ends with her back at her orchestra. Yeah. Again, her orchestra wasn't an orchestra for blind people, though. It was an orchestra for anybody. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> any type of person yeah, with any was, disability. So the Americans are more welcoming and better right. at music. Wow. That's <clears> great. <throat> what a lesson learned from these yeah. movies. A lot of ignorant blind people in China, apparently. Wow. I'd like to point out that the guy who runs the orchestra in China is not blind. So That's true. Maybe so he's, he's pretending a, he's blind to yeah. them. They don't know. They don't know no better. He blew this wide open. <laughs> Anyway, man, that's that's both both eyes. Yeah. Pretty much the same movie. Yeah, except except ones in Chinese. Well, Cantonese. <gasps> a few things here or there are you know ex- expanded on or yeah. better. But yeah, it's I did not expect them to be this similar to each other. Yeah. It's an it's just such a weird thing when you're talking about remakes to say you know, okay, well, I really loved this movie and um, I want to redo it, right? I want to, I have things I want to add to it. This is like when you see a movie from the 80s and you remake it in 2010, mm-hmm. you're like, I want to bring it to a new generation. I want to fix some bad effects, whatever the case is. When you have a remake of a movie from 2002 in 2008, six year difference. Yeah. And you're not changing anything. You're basically saying, the only reason I wanted to remake this is because Americans are not going to watch a movie not in English. And we'll, on WolfbaneBlooms.com, we'll be having some 
remake lists going up, and I mentioned in one of them here in the introduction that that's the whole point of inter or the only reason to remake an international movie is to reach a larger audience. Right. It, it, it's not gonna like you're saying. I, I wouldn't. I would never watch these movies if it wasn't because of this remake. Yeah. And I regret watching them sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's just so transparently though, like. It's a very transparent attempt to get Americans to watch a movie that they wouldn't. When you're talking about a remake, let's say from, you know, Friday the 13th. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a terrible idea to do that remake. But you're not doing that remake to get that movie in front of new people. You're doing that remake okay. as fan service. You're doing yeah. it as to try to, you know, bring it up to date. Money. Right. In this, in these cases, in the case of The Grudge and The Ring and The Eye and, you know, a million other examples... They're, the only reason you're doing it, the girl mm -hmm. with the dragon tattoo is a great reason. It was a phenomenal film. And they're, two years later, they're like, you know what? I don't think enough Americans are going to watch this. <laughs> Remake it shot for shot in American, in English. <laughs> American English, not that fucking British English. Yeah, they trying um, to prove. Anyway, I don't know. It just seems, I don't know. I feel like the focus should be on getting Americans to watch foreign language films and not well, not just the remaking way, them it, shot for it shot. It may because you see this and you find out it's a remake based on whatever movie from whatever country in the opening credits you might think, well, maybe I'll give that a try if I like this or if I thought this was terrible, maybe the other one's better. Yeah. I think in some ways doing it for an international movie is more respectable than let's remake Halloween again, huh? Yeah. Like, okay, in the in the example of Suspiria getting remade, though, like, that's something where they're making this, you know, American version. But it's 40 years later. Yeah. So that, to me, works twofold, then. It's saying, well, here's, you know, for an audience who wouldn't have seen it, plus we're bringing, we're going to bring it up to date and, you know, introduce some new shit to it. That's fair, as opposed to... As opposed to six years, years later, later when it's like... Like, oh, that was popular. Let's get on this train. Right. What was the one? Was it The Grudge that we just watched? It was the same guy. Yeah, did it he, like one year yeah, later? Yeah, he did it back to back. Yeah. He when he finished yeah. the Japanese, I assume now, and now I have no idea anymore. <laughs> Second guessing yourself yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Grudge. And then he jumped on to the American one immediately after. Yeah. Like that to me, man. That one is that one's more of an enigma, though. Yeah. That is crazy. So, very interesting. Yeah. It's the whole thing. Do you, uh, you want to just go into the questions? Sure. Or do you have anything else you want to say about these movies? No, I think I've said it all. You've said your piece? No. <laughs> all right. First, does the remake stand up to the original? Yes or no? And why? And why? <laughs> 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 I would say, yeah. I think it does. Yeah. More or less. It doesn't, it doesn't like, you know, it doesn't let it down anywhere. Wait for me to give the why? Yeah, give the why. Oh, shoot. <laughs> uh... No, I, I think it does because it's the same thing, except it accomplishes the same goal. Yeah. So, it's, I mean, it's well done. Yeah, it's done a little bit better. The yeah. quality's a little bit better. Yeah. I mean, the acting it, isn't better. No. I don't know if it's better or worse, honestly. I, it's definitely not better. <laughs> yeah. It's I'm just, sorry, Jessica Alba. You nice. uh, are not a good actress. Nah. At least from what I saw in The Eye. Yeah. I realize I haven't seen that much with her. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... I, yeah, I would say it does stand up just in that it does. it's not worse. It's not yeah. a worse movie. Yeah. All yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. It doesn't stand ahead of it. Right. It's not, it's not breaking any new ground or anything, but yeah. it's fine. And stand behind it. 
All right. Right and next to it. You kind of already answered this earlier. Did but I? Should it have been remade at all? I think so. Yeah. For that, the reasons that you just made it sound like we're dumb. Yeah. Well, right. Well, I mean, the thing is, it's easy, it's easy to get on a soapbox about Americans not seeing international movies, but I have not seen as many international movies as I should. You know what I mean? Well, it's just easier. Also, it's a good time for American filmmakers to see what's working right. with a foreign film. I think an issue... Which they did not learn anything from. Right. Because the Chinese, not Japanese, version was... More drawn out, more tense, allowed situations to build. Yeah. Allowed things to happen more organically, mm-hmm. not rushed like the American version. Yeah, which is shocking when you consider that they're the same length, but it just yeah, that felt is weird. It just had a, some things were rushed more than others. Yeah, it just some had a better pacing to it. Um, I think an interesting thing to point out too is that how inaccessible these movies are. Yeah. We were able to find a copy of The Eye to watch for this podcast. No time at all. Yeah. It was difficult to find a copy of the original film with the subtitles that worked on our player, you know. Yeah. Um, so I think accessibility is an issue when you're talking about bringing to a wider audience. Yeah. If, if you could go to Walmart and find a copy of, you know, Suspiria, the original, or The Eye, the original, or something like that, I think it would help, but you can't. I think there would be a lot of... Uh... <laughs> Go ahead. Upset Americans. Yeah, a lot of racists. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. That's okay to say racists. They are. Well, that's not what I was going to say. Oh, all right. Um, so, yeah. But back to the question. I think, yeah, it, it deserves to be remade. It's a compelling story, I think. it should think. be remade, but I also think that it should partner with the original. Yeah. I, I, you shouldn't just see the remake and... Say, all right, we have this now, so we don't need the other one. Right. Or or alternatively, a remake that takes license with the story and doesn't just follow it shot for shot and scene for scene. Something where they explore yeah. a little bit more the ideas of the story. Like Godzilla. Right. Exactly like Godzilla. Because, I mean, it is, your eyes. it's too late. It is a super interesting concept. Yeah. But each movie hit the exact same points at Wait. almost the exact same time. Oh, we're not talking about Godzilla. Okay. No, we're not talking about Godzilla anymore. Gojira. Yeah. All right. I guess that's it. You have anything else you want to say about it? No. Uh, we are going to try to do more foreign films because we realized. Yeah, we kind of so hit all the major franchises. Yeah, well, there's still plenty to go. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw and the rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, with all this talk of international movies, we had a, a fantastic piece published on the site earlier this week called... Uh, international horror and the fear of the foreign which kind of takes a look at why um americans have a hesitation towards foreign films so if any of this was remotely interesting to you go check out that piece at wolfbaneblooms.com mm-hmm. um we also have uh, our sister podcast another night at camp blood mm-hmm. up putting out great monthly episodes as well are we the brother podcast to them i don't know how that works actually we'll be the brother sure the they big, can be the, the big brother. We'll protect them. We had a few months up on them before yeah. they started. So they're catching up with episode counts. Yeah, we're a little slow. Certainly length time. <laughs> yeah. Length time. Length time. That's it for me. 
Uh, so yeah, check out that podcast. Check out the rest of our stuff. Um, like I said, this is episode 15, and uh, we're having a good time with it, I think. So we're going to keep going as long as we can. Yeah. But check out the last 14 episodes if you liked this. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, other podcast apps. Um, so yeah, check it out. Check out the site, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.